Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, December 9th, it's National Christmas Card Day. That's a big one. That's when you got to get out and make sure you put them in the mail, you know, make sure everybody gets their uh, gets their holiday cards. Do, any, do you do cards at all? No, I don't. <laughs> no family cards? <laughs> Owen, do you? No, never have. And if you think we were going to be back in the three-man today, we're not, because Adam's here, nasal man himself. Do you do family cards? Well, you don't celebrate Christmas, so bad yeah. question by me. <laughs> Let's go. Let's hot go. start, hot start. Hot start. It's uh, episode 62. It's good to have you back, Adam. Thank you. Uh, it's nice to be here. Nice to see Owen in the flesh again. Hair's looking good. In the flesh? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I can see okay, you. Okay. I can see you. Okay, okay. Not, okay. All right. Face. For those who are unaware with the setup, we put Owen on the TV and uh, he just kind of looks down and talks to us. It's pretty nice. It's yeah. kind of relaxing. So It feels like he's here. So It does. Yeah. He's got his own little chair he sits on. It's, it's a real behind the curtain for everybody at home. Uh, we're back in the studio after a couple of days online. Feels good to be back. You know, the online's okay, but this is nice. I like this. This is cozy. Christmas yeah. time. It's what we're meant to do. So nice to be back in the lab again um update for everyone adam did uh sources did text me and say his uh his nose was feeling better and less clogged up so yeah i'm proud to report that <laughs> probably who were wondering at home so you're the adrian wojnarowski yes. of nasal coverage yeah yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> you soon owen will be back in the studio with us soon yeah yeah this time next week for Let's the go. by the time you're hearing our next thursday episode it'll be all of us will be in studio look at that what a joy that's gonna how's be. the weather in edmonton owen uh, bad, not good. Mm. Bad, bad, not Both. good. That's a band. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at me go. Uh, we got some headlines yeah. to get into today. First of all, I don't know if you saw this because it was pretty under the radar, but Tom Brady won Sports Person of the Year, the Sports Illustrated Award. Did you oh, guys? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, see, it kind of flies under the radar. Sports Sportsman of the Year, Sports Person of the Year, not really what it. You know, it used to be pretty pretty big deal. I know there's the ESPYs too, and then... Well, the ESPYs, Sports <laughs> Illustrated, two different things, but that's okay, you know? They're kind of the same thing in my mind, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, We're learning, we're learning. Yeah. Um, but the people, you're not going to believe this, the people were outraged. People were upset about this. Okay. They said, there's two guys who should have got it before him. They said Giannis should have got it before him, and they said Shoei Otani should have got it before yes. Tom Brady. Are we agreeing with that, disagreeing? Owen, you sound pretty passionate over there. <clears throat> no, you know... I Brady's a decent choice. I was more concerned with like some of the other awards, to be honest, like best dressed and stuff like that. But I mean, I could, I, Shohei would have been a good choice, but I'm not mad about Tom Brady. Uh, you're not mad about your boy winning? No. Okay. I'm not. A little victory yeah. lab. I think yeah. I, I personally, I would give it to Brady, but you could, I think in order, Brady, Giannis, Otani, but you could flip it, I guess. I mean, people seem to, be really passionate about this i don't know i i'm i'm fine with brady he's the goat um he did something like i'm not taking anything away from Giannis, but just in the way brady won his championship this past year and what he's been doing so far he's playing on an mvp season again um for shohei he's been great and everything he won mvp uh in in, in mlb um but his team sucks so that's kind of 
I think I think when your team sucks, it takes quite a bit away from your from your overall performance. And then Giannis, I mean, he had also an all time NBA Finals performance, but I'd I'd rather give it to Brady. I think you're probably right. I, I, I to me, it's Giannis and Brady right there. Yeah, Otani, like obviously, he'll do it next year too. Like hopefully, yeah. But I mean, he did something that nobody's ever done before. I get that, but I mean, his team. 70 and 90 or whatever so it's, it's harder it's harder they have the two best players in baseball and they never make the playoffs <laughs> yeah that that does take a bit of a hit that takes a little bit of a hit adam you watch one of those three sports would you like to add anything uh i'm not very passionate about sports person of the year so i think i'll i'll let them do their thing okay well I'm... phil phil did you see who won best dressed of the year no who is it kuzma no, no, no. Another, another, almost at Kuzma's level, though. Westbrook? No. Ah. It's a white guy. NBA player. Tyler Hero? Yeah. You're kidding. Oh, You're kidding. Oh, my God. What the hell was best dressed about him, bro? You're kidding. I don't know, but his, he was wearing, like, this nice suit and everything, too, when he got the award. He was, he looked like he was pretty happy, because he was at the event and went up to claim his award. What? So oh, shout out to Tyler Hero. Event. No, I mean, this guy has... <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, you guys gotta fly me out. Like I might, I can't come to practice today. Imagine him trying to explain that to Pat Riley. Uh, it wasn't Austin Matthews though for best dress. Though? Yeah, he could have won he that too. Yeah. I mean, with a couple handsome guys. <laughs> my favorite. He uh, rattling my cage right now. Um, talk of the NFL's the uh, the Patriots Bills game, and. Uh, we obviously haven't spoken since then. We don't have to talk that much about the game, but the Patriots are now looking pretty good for the number one seed in the AFC. They've got they're seven and one in the AFC, so they have a, the tiebreaker over everybody, and they're two games ahead of everybody or one game ahead. I don't know, yep. one of the two. Um, but regardless, they're now the favorites to win the AFC again. And uh, you can sense the disdain in my voice when I say that, but you know whatever. And uh, Tampa Bay is the favorites to win the NFC. Yeah, I saw it was a. Uh... 10% chance that they're going to play in the Super Bowl against each other. Wow. I'm sure that's scary accurate, too. 10%. Holy. <laughs> Putting aside how horrible that would be for two weeks, of, are they going to shake hands? Oh. Are they going to hug? Like, I think we've already seen enough of that. Do you think that's the Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, personally, no, but I know Owen probably loves that Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I, I do love it. Uh, just, just because I think the Bucks would destroy the patriots in a super bowl and uh i think it would it'd be a good way to prove to everybody that uh bill belichick's a fraud so that's you've been waiting to stand on that hill for a while now you stood on it since the summer and uh now it's looking bad the the hill it's eroding the hills are eroding yeah yeah it is (laughs) you 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 stood on a chair and the legs are starting to crack and fall off very fast (laughs) but we did kind of warn you that that could have happened you think it's yeah, going to be the yeah. matchup? No, I don't think so. Just given the fact that both teams, in my eyes, aren't locks at all. Like, like the Bucks, like, I think they're very beatable. They could lose. Um, and then the Patriots as well. I know they've been playing well. But um, I just think it's there's still some pretty good teams that they have to beat in the playoffs. So uh, I think the chances of that happening are pretty slim. Owen, are you, are you going to make a prediction? Are you going to put two teams out there? or? Yeah, I think it's going to be the uh, Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. That wow. was that was your prediction at the beginning though. Wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it was. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> nice. It Stand is and it was. Mine was yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs and the Rams. 
That's not uh, bad. That's, uh, with Stafford, the way he's looking, though, <laughs> yeah. it's looking heat. Yeah, that's looking tough. I had uh, Bills and the Bucks. That uh, could work out. Maybe the Bills, you know, they don't really have a running back. But <laughs> other than that, they look okay. Adam, did you have a preseason I don't think prediction? I had one. I had probably had Cowboys-Chiefs or something. I'd mm. say right now it's probably Packers-Chiefs. All right. Okay. That'd be a pretty raw Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be nice. Packers. There's a lot of good matchups out there. I just wanted to float it out to see if anybody thought it would actually happen. Patriots, Bucks. I mean, it could, but that would be depressing. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Let's do some basketball because this show, I mean, people might forget. The first episode was about football. But then we talked about basketball for probably like 30, 30 straight episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it, was, it was insane. It was crazy. So we got to get back to the roots. You know what that means? Adam's reaching for his phone. He's yeah. like, yeah, you yeah. know, basketball talk time. Time out. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> but that's okay because there's big trade winds swirling. Huge. Portland fired their GM on the weekend. A little misconduct in the workplace. He's been there for 10 years and uh, dismissed. Now this guy, I mean... Alex has had his qualms about the oh. Blazers. I believe I'm using that word correctly, yeah. but you've had your problems with them before. Yeah. But the the guy they had, Neil O'Shea, who is the GM, was the key guy to, you know, That's right. you can win with Lillard and McCollum. Yeah. I think it's been proven now, pretty clearly, <laughs> that that was a bad idea. But <laughs> but there's still time to fix this. Do you think do you think there's time to fix it with Dame or no? No. You think they no, I think trade it's... Dame? They got to trade Dame. I, there's nothing they can do anymore. I think there's no one they can bring that can change it. They had a couple. They had a couple outs. I think before, um, some opportunities. But when you don't pounce on those opportunities, um, you just kind of dig yourself into hole. And um, they kind of have no outs. I mean, McCullum. From what I've seen around the league, no one really views McCullum as this top. 30 40 player or this kind of franchise guy that can lead you to the playoffs. So I think he's going to be a tough move. Um, they don't have any promising young prospects, really. Not a lot of picks or anything that would be of interest. So uh, I, I think they should just pack it in, honestly. You agreeing with that, Owen? Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think there's a huge market for McCollum, but I think the one possible avenue for a trade would be Ben Simmons because Lillard said he wants Ben Simmons. He wants to play with him, which basically means he knows that in a deal with Ben Simmons, he would have to they would have to move McCollum. So I think... That, that tells you, I think, most of what you need to know about how the organization is going, especially because Lillard does not get along with uh, Billups either. So, yeah, I think they, I think that's the only thing they can do is maybe move for Simmons if they can drive the price down a little bit more. But other than that, yeah, they don't have really any other assets. So How depressing is Portland if you're begging to play with Ben Simmons? You're like, guys, <laughs> just please just, get, get me Ben Simmons. Just, I, I'd love to understand Lillard's, like, thought process of wanting to play with Ben Simmons. I, I get everything like the defensive part, but he already needs to take 80 shots in a playoff game for the Trailblazers to have a chance to win a game. And when, with Simmons coming, yeah. like Simmons is not taking <laughs> 10 shots, my guys. So you're going to have to take like 200 shots a game <laughs> to even have a chance to win. So not flawed thought process there. I don't know what he's thinking. I think a little, I, I think it could work. I think yeah, it's I know, worse. Then you need to get another score. I don't I don't totally know. I think that there's worse ideas than I handle the ball 70% of the time, you handle the ball 30% of the time, you stop on defense, I do the offense. Like I think like he'd probably like that, but at the same time, it's a huge yeah. risk. The guy's shown no interest in playing basketball yeah. in eight months. I'm not yeah. to get into Ben Simmons again, but I I think I'm siding I... with Lillard will probably be traded. Go ahead, Owen, what you have there? 
I, a little piece on Crumbum is just shout out to the Sixers because everywhere I've, everything I've read basically says they haven't budged on their price. Oh, they're still asking for like uh, just a mountain in return, which uh, I don't know. I just find it funny because they have this guy who they're not paying, who hasn't played basketball for him, who's literally of no use to them whatsoever. Uh, and they're struggling as it is, but they're not willing to move on the price. So I like it. I like how they're standing their ground. So, that's what you did with Bill Belichick is the worst most yeah, overrated yeah. coach ever just stand your ground <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter you want a game thrown yeah. three times I'm still here I'm, I'm holding my ground respect exactly. to you so I, yeah. I it yeah. makes sense why you like it yeah. <laughs> um anything else on the Blazers would you take McCollum if you were a team would you take Nurkic Covington I think Covington's a little overrated but I think I Covington Nurkic McCollum they're I mean, if you get them, sure, but they're nothing. I, like they're not putting you over the top if you get them. Fair. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think they're on a similar level. I kind of like Nurkic a bit more than the other two, to be honest. Um, but I don't think he's like some game-breaking star. Yeah. So I don't know if it's gonna make that big of a difference. We'll see. I'm not the guy to make the fake trades. I'm just the guy to you know aggregate. Say, hey, this is what's going on. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, I'm going to start some rumors. I'm going to stir the pot. But that's it. That's all I like to do. Speaking of starting some rumors, the Pacers. Apparently, same boat. Sham Sharania was saying that they have looked at exploring. They're finally exploring options on blowing this thing up. There's 13 games going on as we speak. But as of right now, they're 13th in the East. They're 10 and 16, which isn't that bad. But it seems like they're looking. He The three names he put out was Turner. Sabonis and Levert. Levert's had an awful season, yes. so I don't know what the uh, lineup would be to take him. But I think Sabonis would be a huge, huge addition. I know they were like sort of linking him to the Warriors, that type of move. I mean, that would be a huge move for the Warriors. I think even Turner could help a team. I saw the Laker fans were hyping it up. They were saying Avery Bradley and DeAndre Jordan will get the deal done <laughs> for Miles Turner. So, <laughs> you laugh, but it's a real tweet I saw. Uh, the, oh the guy responded and he said, the contracts don't match. And he said, Palenka will make it work. So, so. <laughs> Shout out to the They're hard at work already. Let's go. Just turn off salary cap quick. Y- yeah, quick turn it off. But Sabonis, so Turner, Levert, even anything you like on Indiana, you I, want? I 100% out of those three guys would go all in for Sabonis. I, I, I think he's so good. He's such a good rebounder. Um, he scores the ball really well, gets you a lot of points. And like you said, on the Warriors, he'd be sick. So um, not just on the Warriors, but I think any team that honestly gets him, he's the type of guy that I think could put you over the top. I really value him as a... Uh, as that kind of stretch for, uh, you know, power forward. So, um, Levert's had a bad season, but I wouldn't mind taking a, a team, taking a flyer on him. He has shown flashes of potential. And then, I mean, Miles Turner has been ever since he's been with the Pacers, he's been in trade rumors. So I'd just like for him to get traded just anywhere. Uh, Shanghai sharks works like wherever, just trade him. I don't want to hear about the rumors anymore, but he'd also be a better piece. So all in all, when I look at, it, I, I like the, I like the Pacers pieces more than I do like Portland's. Um, so these guys are good. And then they can't trade Brogdon since he signed that extension. That's right. So he's off the table. Um, try and build around him, Chris Duarte, get some lottery picks, see what happens. But uh, they're uh, they're also in a very tricky position. That's what I read. I build think, around Chris uh, Duarte. <laughs> he, I mean, he is 24. So he only got a couple years left. Yeah, I think that ends you up in a situation three years from now, like the situation you're in right now. I think that's how that story ends. But, hey, what do I know? Um I was listening to the uh, NBA radio the other day, and the guy on there said that uh, Indiana has a bunch of guys who are like 
third and fourth best players on a team like the Warriors or the Suns or the Lakers. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably where a lot of these guys will end up going. So I think it's kind of worth noting. But anybody you like there on that roster the most, Owen, or not really a fan? Definitely some definitely Sabonis, I think, is the best piece. And I think the fit on the Warriors would be great because the Warriors have pieces, like I'm thinking, you know, Wiseman and Cumbucket that aren't going to really do much for them right now. You know, because at this point, I think if you're the Warriors, you're trying to extend, you're trying to be competitive through the end of Steph's career. I think that's what your kind of goal is, or at least until he becomes kind of falls off. So obviously you want to try and win now and you have these young pieces, I would move them. And I would get, if you can get a piece like Sabonis, who's a perennial all-star, I would do it. And then as far as Turner, yeah, it's going to be a tough one to move. That might be one of those ones where you have to bring in a third team. Well, they couldn't yeah, pay anybody to going. take him in the offseason. They've, they've been <laughs> tried this for a year and a half, but I still think he's okay. True. Like I, yeah. don't, I don't think he's bad, but I mean, teams no, just I don't, don't think want he's either. 20 mil. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you want to move, like, Avery Bradley for him, bring in the third team, and that usually fixes it. That's what I've learned yeah. from Twitter. Okay. So. Yeah. yeah, Spurs will throw in Thad Young, and we'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, last yeah. thing for the NBA. I was listening to Zach Lowe's podcast today, and Tim McMahon said that he believes that Zion Williamson weighed in at the start of the season at 3.30. That's what what he heard he he weighed in at. And then today, we had Huka Doncic admit that he weighed in at 2.60 in the offseason. And he said, he he was quoted as saying, maybe I should have started working out three weeks earlier. Uh, You you think? Conditioning's back. Conditioning's back. I only wanted to bring it up because this isn't the first time for Huka Doncic, and it's not the first time for Zion either. I know you're probably pretty concerned about Zion, the both of you, but I'm equally concerned about Luka. That's what I'm going to say because I think, you know, you've got to kind of start taking yourself more seriously here, especially when Dallas, I mean, Dallas entire roster revolves around him. They have no second best players, so I mean they really need him to show up. But I know you guys probably want to carve Zion, so I'm giving you the opportunity to do that while I sit silently and in protest for my boy. Well, I I don't know. I've I've carved Zion up enough. Uh, might do it again. It's fun. But he, he I mean I saw that photo of him in the in the red jumpsuit. Yeah, that's uh, it, it was a tough sight. That's that's uh, look. I mean, it's his responsibility, I think, to be in shape. I don't think there's anything, you know, I think Colin was talking about it. There's no fat shaming or anything. It's just it's your responsibility to be in shape, um, stay healthy, because the weight you're at right now is you're going to keep breaking your foot and your ankle every time you come down for a rebound. So um, he is a, he is a talented guy. Um, he does have athleticism, but you gotta you got to take that into account. And all that LeBron's crap, LeBron would never let himself get to that sort of weight. So I hate the comparison. I never liked it to start with. Um, as for Doncic, I also agree he should also be careful. But I have seen enough from Doncic in the last three years where I am where I trust him. Zion's played like 50 games. So I need, I, I've seen more from Doncic where I trust him. So, But like you said, he has also looked a little bigger. But, uh, you know, if he can get that weight down and, and help his conditioning. Because like you said, the Mavs need him so bad. Without him, I don't know if they can win a game. So It's true. It's pretty ugly looking. What you got on those two on? Uh, yeah, I mean, on Zion, I just, uh, I think the thing from the photo, the jumpsuit photo that stuck out to me was just like the fact that he was wearing a jumpsuit kind of tells me, hey, he's, I mean, he's kind of, he knows what the issue is. Like, he's not going to even try and wear like jeans or like anything else. Like he's, <laughs> he's kind of, you know, he knows. 
So uh, it was just tough to see because I think he's a great player. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I think a man toddler. That's kind of mean. <laughs> no, I love Zion. I love Zion. It's tough love is what it is because I think he's a great player. I think he'll figure it out. And I'm sure most of this has to do with the fact that he hasn't been on the court. So he hasn't been able to work out as much as I'm sure he would have liked to. Um, so I guess we'll just see. We'll see once he's back to full activity if uh, he's able to figure it out or not. And then same with Luca. I mean, Luca doesn't really have an excuse. He's got to figure that out because yeah. he hasn't even been playing. It would be okay if he's playing, you know, he's he's been playing well, but it hasn't been necessarily up to uh, what everybody was expecting. So, Oh, I mean, uh, he's, he's a sieve on defense this year. He's a black hole. Yeah. So exactly so that that makes it all all the worse i agree now here comes a little show history apparently this weekend now i wouldn't know and nobody in this room would know because we don't watch f1 but apparently this weekend race of the year owen you maybe watch f1 maybe so update the people on what's going on keep it brief because i know there's people out there on who listen to the show who watch f1 so we need to update them but only fair that we you know the people who don't watch f1 get like maybe two minutes max but so take your time but you know maybe maybe make it quick and let's hear about f1 real quick okay it won't be too long so i have a roommate who's a big f1 fan and he's he's breaking down for me because this sunday was like one of the biggest f1 races of the season which is the monic or the uh saudi arabia grand prix um and so the f1 season is apparently it's like eight months long and they have like just race after race after race like it's almost a i think it's i don't i don't know if there's a set schedule like set frequency for how often they have races, but I think they have them pretty frequently. And uh, this race was pretty important because they have only one more left in the season, which is next, which is this Sunday coming up. Um, and it was, it's also important because the two top guys, Max Verstappen, who's uh, who races for Red Bull know and him. Lewis Hamilton, know him. who races for Mercedes. Uh, they're like neck and neck basically in the standing. So this is like a really important race. I think uh, Verstappen was up a little bit. But they had this race and there's a bit of controversy, a little bit of controversy um, <laughs> because they go, have to do 50 laps, right? And there's a little bit of, uh, there's a rule in F1 where if, if you're basically ahead of somebody, you have to kind of allow them to pass if they're going faster than you, right? Um, and so Verstappen was ahead of Hamilton and uh, his team was saying, you know, you have to let Hamilton pass. And so he kind of slowed down and braked and Hamilton ended up hitting his car which ended up damaging both their cars. It wasn't like a big collision, but it was like, you know, there was some damage there. And so a lot of people are saying that uh, a lot of people are upset with Verstappen for doing what Hamilton said. He like brake checked him. And a lot of people are unhappy with how that went down, but Hamilton ended up winning the race and he won fast slap, which meant he got an extra point. So the, uh, so the, they're actually neck and neck in the season standings. And uh, whoever wins this next race will win the season. And Hamilton's won the last seven consecutive years. So yeah. Whoa. huge, uh, like, huge uh, implications. He's like one of the greatest athletes ever. He's like uh, he is. Michael Jordan mixed with Tom Brady. Like, I'm serious. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's like a... He is. He is. But he's like 36, though. So he's like getting up there. And Verstappen's like the young guy. He's like the next in line. Mm. And so this could be a passing of the torch. Or it could be Hamilton wins and he wins an eighth straight. So... I don't know. Shout out to the F1 fans. This is a Where's big, this other uh, guy from? Weekend for you guys. I think Australia. Australia? No, no, no. Verstappen is from probably. Uh, he's from Europe. He's Germany. He's from Austria, or Germany, because Hamilton is English. Yeah, I believe. And then Verstappen is Belgian Dutch. Interesting. Oh, okay, okay. okay. All right. This is a pretty good storyline then. So big. Yeah. So prediction time. 
Wednesday Sunday morning, right? Is it like five usually, Owen? Oh, I don't. I've never seen it. Uh, never seen it. <laughs> oh my I god! Spent ten minutes talking about it. <laughs> I watched some highlights of this game. I literally, I did not know what was going on, but my roommate's a huge fan, so he broke it like all down for me. There's even more to this race, but that's like the cliff notes. Like there's like a whole thing with like a red flag, and then they had to switch tires, and there's like a medium tire, hard tire. There's like a whole thing to it. Wow. But uh, it says Sunday, December twelfth at six a.m. Mountain time. So Holy I don't know, figure that's mountain time for anybody who wants to convert it. Yeah, Alex is waking up for that one like he did for the Usain Bolt race. DK. And DK. Or DK, yeah. DK yeah. Djokovic. <laughs> but somehow I can't get up for like a 10.30 Premier League game. No, that's too early for Alex. <laughs> it's way too ask. early for Alex. Um, I might watch this. It's the, hold on, hold on. It's oh. called the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. I just wanted to make that clear. Okay. Abu Dhabi, I, okay. I All right. So that. prediction yeah. time. Who's winning the Hamilton makes it. Hamilton makes it eight straight. Eight straight. Yep. Okay. What do yep. you? The goat keeps his throne. Yes. I think that. The, nah. Okay. Sky's blue by by two takes right there. <laughs> Owen, are you gonna are you gonna go with the Belgian Dutch? No, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I say Max Verstappen. He uh, he wins it, and it's gonna be a close race, but he'll he'll pull it out down the stretch at the end. Let's go. I'm gonna go with. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Could we get credit for this? Could we get credit for this on our picks? Like a bonus? Yeah, no, let's no, bonus, no, no, no. Picks. <laughs> bonus pick. Bonus <laughs> pick. Bonus pick. Bonus pick. Adam, what, what are you complaining about? You're, you you, you got picks. minus a thousand odds to get a free win. I right put here. in research into my picks. Okay, well. Cap, you literally do your research like during the show. <laughs> <laughs> so bonus to the picks. Bonus to the picks. That one right there. Three Hamiltons and one Verstappen. Let's go. So sports podcast, we had to cover that. Thank you, Owen, for being an F1 correspondent. No problem. Happy to help. And you have to update us too. Yeah. After, like, give us a little Sunday. Sunday night show where we're coming back for more F1. Bake it into your winners and losers. Lewis Lewis Hamilton's minus 200 to win and Verstappen is plus 187. Let's go. I'm going with Lewis Hamilton. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's do some best bets. It's time. Let's get into it. Week 14 picks. We're back after a big week last week. Adam, you went four and two. Uh, it feels good to have you back in the show, by the way. How does how does it feel to be uh, back after your little moment of silence there? It feels good. Um, I mean, yeah, I had good picks. I'm kind of sad about the lock. That's kind of what I'm known for on here, but still have the best record. So just going to keep that momentum going. Yep, you locked in the Niners. Alex also locked in the Niners. Alex, less of a good week, but two and four. <laughs> less of a good week. Of- <laughs> I'll take my wins when I can. So as long as I'm not going 0-6, two and four is pretty good for me. That's okay. Yep. I, I was four and two, and I was the only one to win my lock of the Colts. Um, Owen locked off against me and for some reason took Davis Mills. <laughs> and uh, he went two and four as well. Tyrod. Tyrod, Tyrod. Um, he was benched promptly. So. Tyrod. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that. <laughs> Can't lie. Yeah, that's, that's a good summation of that game right there. That's about it. Um, but two and four. To bring you up to date on the yearly standings, Adam in first place, four games over 500. I'm uh, second place, six games under 500. And uh, Alex and Owen are just dueling banjos at the bottom. <laughs> there's a half game separation as Owen <laughs> mandated he get a push for his lock earlier it's in the season. Tight. So it is going down to the wire. Yeah. yeah. Sneeze. Nice. Um, <laughs> that was a call. <laughs> it was a call. Uh, last bye week of the season. This is it for the teams on oh. bye. We've uh, we made it. We made it to the end of the line. They're uh, Indianapolis, Miami, 
New England, and Philadelphia. Which, I mean, you'd think, you know, you're not going to miss any of them, but it affects the quality of the games a little bit because those teams are all, like, okay. And then yep. that's how you end up with a lot of, you know, Jags, Titans, Jets, Saints, Seahawks, Texans. That's how you end up with those <laughs> games because half the good teams are off. Phil so, found the reason. I, I did. It's, you know, a little mental math there. But uh, we're also headed towards a Sunday night stinker, by the way. The Bears-Packers game. Can you not flex that out? Could, did they not see that coming? I think I've seen enough of the Bears this year, guys. I, I'm, I'm good. I've seen what I needed to see. Can we not throw the uh, Cowboys in there, maybe? Look at that. I, 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 yeah. team. I saw some okay games, and I was like, okay, this is pretty sick. Let me see who's playing uh, Sunday night football. Not good. Well, we get to start the show earlier, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, always a plus. Yeah. Get get it get to bed. Yeah, I mean, we, it doesn't compete to Monday night, so it's true. It's true. Um, good Monday night coming. That's right. Um, Thursday night. So tonight, from when you're listening to this, my favorite team is playing. Yay, Minnesota Vikings at home taking on my favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's kind of a surprising line for most people, I would say. Vikings minus three and a half is what it's at right now. No Adam Thielen, by the way. If you were listening to this, ankle sprain out. So what are you thinking, Adam? What's what's the surprise on the line there? What, which way did we... One team's over 500 and one team's under 500, and the team who's under 500 is favored by more than a field goal. That's a surprise. <laughs> okay, interesting. I thought it was a solid line. Um, I will bite my nails and take the Steelers with the points here. I just feel like it'll be close enough, and three is enough to make me happy with them. So I'll, I'll do it. What do you think, Owen? Uh... Mm. You, I, uh, you swore off betting on the Steelers early, so this is a test for I you did. right now. I did, but the three and a half is uh is like I feel like it's too many points. Like I don't trust Kirk enough to win by more than three points. The game matters a little too much, eh? For Kirk, Matt, it matters. Can I say something too on that point? Because <laughs> okay, Adam okay, roasted me two weeks ago for saying <laughs> that Kirk wasn't going to play well. He said that's just the stupidest thing he's ever heard when I said that Adam, that Kirk was going to play better Sunday morning because he was going to go home to his wife and kids and there was less pressure. And, uh, yeah, we all saw what happened. So. Tough I, I didn't Good roast theory. you. It was just creative. Mm. Okay, mm. we'll roll the tape after. But anyways, I'm going to take the Steelers. Two Steelers. What are you taking? Yeah. I'm taking the Steelers, too. I don't have to worry about Dalvin Cook. I don't have to worry about Adam Thielen. The defense was really impressive, I think, against the Ravens. Kirk, prime time. I'm taking Steelers. Yeah, see, I've already said on this show many times I don't bet against my favorite team. But here's the thing. Advanced analytics. I have four sports I watch right now. What are my favorite teams? What are my four favorite teams right now? Steelers, Spurs, Spurs Oilers, Arsenal. Arsenal. Thank you. Those are the four teams. Here's advanced analytics for you. Monday, Arsenal lost. Monday, Spurs lost. Tuesday, Oilers lost. Tuesday, Ooh. Spurs lost. You know who's going to complete it? Complete the quadru- quadruple <laughs> right there? Steelers lose. So, you know, it's just been a tough week. I would highly suggest that you pick the Vikings in this game because the Vikings, you know, they got an explosive offense and the Steelers can't keep up if it gets to a track meet. And their defense is a little hit and miss sometimes. They don't ha- have half their I just offense, feel like though. I feel like the Vikings never play well without Cook. Like, he's one of the only yeah. running backs in the league <clears throat> that actually make a big difference for his team. Fair. If the Steelers weren't my favorite team, I'd pick the Vikings, but i pick the Steelers. All right. That's all i got to say on Let's that go. One. That's it. Let's go. Um, Sunday morning. Big game for you. Dallas Cowboys on the road oh, going to Washington to go to against the football team. Line right now, Dallas Cowboys minus four and a half at the football team. Are you nervous? 
Are you nervous? Uh, a little bit, but not not too nervous. Mm, sounds like a nervous man. <laughs> I don't know. Does he sound nervous on? He sounds terrified. I don't know where you got that half point from, but uh, yeah, I'll. I'll <laughs> <laughs> you said what? four and a half. I, I didn't see that. I'll. I was gonna lock this in. You're right. I took it out my ass and I put four and a half. On it. I'm gonna yeah. lock in the uh, Dallas Cowboys minus four for my lock of the week. And a half. Okay. All right. Minus four and a half. That's Whoa. what you get at that. Um, I'm taking the Cowboys as well. I'm not locking it in, but I I don't know. I don't really trust the football team yet. They've been getting some gutty wins, some character wins, but I still have to pick the Cowboys to win by seven on the road. I think the Cowboys are a pretty class team, and they should be able to take care of this one and win by a touchdown. Owen, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to take the football team. Uh, boy. I think that boy. I think there's too many people here in this room taking the uh, – uh, taking the Cowboys and I think that the uh, football team's hot and they've uh, I think they've figured out the majority of their issues on defense such that they'll be able to contain the Cowboys a bit better than some people might be expecting okay a Uh, lot of people like the football team I saw a lot of like a lot of the public likes the football team I think they have like 60% of the bets and I don't know why no 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 I'm looking at it right now I think they have I think the uh, Cowboys are like have the majority I think you're wrong public money I guess we'll never okay. know. I'm looking at it right now. I might. I don't. I don't, I don't know what, you. <laughs> what are you going with? You making split room here? Yeah, I'll make it a split room. It's it's honestly pretty difficult to pick, but it's it's a divisional matchup, and like Owen said, they've been playing hot. Heineke's kind of won won me over here a little bit in the last couple of games. He's had some pretty good drives. I was impressed with the Raiders win. Um, he has some confidence. So, um, and the Cowboys are kind of teetering. So. Um, I'm not expecting them to win, but I think it'll be a close game. It's going to be a good game. I'm actually looking forward to yeah, this one. It's sure, be sure. fun. There's decent games this Sunday. I'll give it that. Decent games. 49ers-Bengals is also good. We're not picking that, though. We're going to pick the, uh, the obvious best game, the Bills at the Bucks. Big game. Tampa, Florida. A uh, little 225 start for us here. It's nice. I like those ones. Dark by halftime. That's exactly <laughs> my speed. Buccaneers, minus 2.5 at home. Bills coming off a loss. Seems like a pretty prime opportunity for a bounce back here for the Bills. Tough weather, but I'm still picking the Bucks. I had to, you know, give some shine to my Bills people, but Tom Brady career 32-3 and against the Bills. You can't really argue against that, so I'm just going to pick Tom Brady to take care of the Bills. Owen, are you siding with me there? Yeah, I'm taking the, uh, I'm taking the Buccaneers. I think uh, that the Bills have kind of worried me a little bit. Um, they haven't been able to run the ball. They've been a bit sloppy. Um, and they haven't won games that I think they should win. So I kind of, uh, yeah, I, I, I think in this matchup, Tom Brady's been playing well. I think he's going to continue to play well. Um, and I think the, the Bucks will win here. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, um, <clears throat> last Monday night's game was kind of a test for me to see how I feel about the Bills. And since they lost, I've actually, I, I just don't feel very confident in them anymore. I thought if they could beat the, the Pats at home, um, you know, Mac Jones in that horrible weather, you know, it's a, like Owen said, it's a, it's a game they should have won, but now, uh, now I don't really have much confidence in them. The only kind of big signature win they have is against the chiefs. And that was when the chiefs were also kind of having a, having a tough go in the season. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the bucks here. 
I like Alex going in on the Bills after their loss on Monday. Deciding enough. I like oh, that. it was so enough. I put some nice money, some, some of my nice hard-earned money on uh, them winning. The and, truth uh, comes out. There well, it is. that, and I was just like, it, there's no way the Bills lose this game. And not only do they lose this game, but they lose the game by Mac Jones throwing three passes, completing two. So they just run the ball down their throat. And then Sean McDermott just crying. Yeah, that was tough. McDermott Jeez. saying that Bill Belichick yeah. deserves less credit. That was Chill kind out. of a tough look. I mean, he just yeah. kind of masterclassed you for three hours. <laughs> but, hey, what do I know? Adam, are you, uh, you taking the bucks here too? Yeah, this line's too small. This was my secondary lock of the week, so I'm taking the bucks. Damn, so we got two like fully conquered rooms with the Steelers and the Bucks. You know what to do, people at home. That usually doesn't work out too well for us here, so that's tough. I get a feeling we might have another fully conquered room when we pick this horrible Sunday night game. Uh, Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is back, by mm-hmm. the way. He's playing for the Bears, and they're going to Lambeau to take on the Packers. Minus 12.5 is the spread. Aaron Rodgers said today that he doesn't regret saying, I still own you, and says anybody who disagrees with that statement should go look at my numbers against them. Chill out, bro. Chill out. Let's Just. Go. Relax. They've already been beat enough, so you don't have to say anything anymore. What are you thinking of that one, Adam? Do I have to pick first? Why do you do yes. this every time? Because uh, I'm still thinking. I'm okay. looking All at right. the you, stats you, right now. You don't get to pick in this game, then. You re- you decline Whoa. to pick when it's your <laughs> I'll, turn. I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick. I'll take, I'll take the Packers. <laughs> okay. All right. He's taking the Packers. What are you taking? I'll take the Packers, too. Just, uh, they're playing out at Lambeau. <clears throat> Bears stink. And uh, I just think the Packers are good. So good. that's very sound yes. logic. Yeah, it is because I. That's my logic too. The Bears are one of maybe the five worst teams in the league at this point. They're really stinky, and I think they've stopped listening to their coach. And I think they just stopped caring like two weeks ago. So I'm. Um, and what happened to Nagy being fired? By the way, oh, there was the full just... report after the game against the Lions that he was getting fired, and then it just didn't happen. He's just still there. So I, I think they've just given up, and I'm going to take the Packers to win by two touchdowns at least, and we can start recording at like 7:30 on Sunday. It's going to be nice. Yep. Owen, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, against my better judgment, I'm going to uh, agree with you guys, and I'm going to take the Packers. I think they win by at least two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said. It doesn't look like I think Justin Fields is going to be good, but I think uh, this season's a bit of a write-off as far as winning goes for him. It's more of a learning experience. So I don't think they're going to be competitive in this game, and uh, I think it's uh, yeah, this will be the last last we see of Matt, Matt Nagy hopefully for a while. I agree. Hopefully, forever. I, hopefully I, I'm saying hopefully he gets fired. It's a it's a bad omen that we're all agreeing like yeah. this though. Again, people at home, you know what to do. Yeah. I think we're like one and yeah. three when we all agree. So ugly times. But hey. But we're one and zero in the past week when we all agree. I think we all got it right last That's, week. Yeah. Ride the hot streak. Let's go. It's that time of year. Monday night. We might get split here. Arizona Cardinals at home. Huge game in the NFC West. They're taking on the LA Rams. Cardinals minus two and a half is the spread. To quote our friend Colin Cowherd, like it, I love it. Give me the Cardinals all day. Cardinals roll. I think something is seriously wrong with the Rams. I think something's wrong with Stafford. Beating the Jags by 30 is not, you know, pulling the wool over my eyes. I've seen the light, and I think the Cardinals roll the Rams in this one. But, hey. I think some, some people here are going to disagree No, 100%. I'm going with the Cardinals here, too. Cardinals have impressed me week after week. Even in some of their losses, I've been very impressed. Rams, on the other hand, they've gotten 
rolled, like you've said, by some very good teams. Cardinals are maybe the arguably the best team in the NFL. Um, they get to play at home, um, uh, and and I like them here. What do you think, Adam? Uh, I'll take the Rams here. I just feel like I trust Sean McVay a little bit more, and I feel like situationally he'll get it done, Great or at analysis. least stay within two points. More Ooh, great analysis. Situationally. Look at that. It's a good coward word. Yeah, staying within two. That's like when Colin predicts 28-26. It's like, how do they get to 26, bro? Well, you got to show me. Like, Do like the chart. How are they going to do that? <laughs> oh, what are you taking here? Yeah, I think this is this line is way too tiny. I think it'll be uh, Cardinals by a lot because I think there's just a superior team. I think, in my opinion, the Cardinals are the uh, best team in the NFL. And I think people kind of forgot that a little bit because Kyler Murray was out and Colt McCoy was holding down the fort. Uh, but, uh, you know, they went undefeated with him. I believe they went, or did they go two and one with him? I don't know. I but they, the point is they hit, I think they had two and one. Yeah. But they pretty much held down the fort. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think Kyler Murray is borderline unguardable as, um, you know, as a quarterback and he can make all the throws he needs to make. So I think this is, yeah, I think they'll roll. Unguardable is a good word. I like that one. Yeah. It's like Tyler Hero's unguardable. That's that's something I've heard you say before. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of a basketball word. It's yeah. okay. I like it still. All right, lock of the week. Adam, you've yeah. locked in the Cowboys. Yeah, I just had to go back to my roots after losing my lock. So I think I won like four locks this year with the Cowboys. I'll go for a fifth. Okay. All right. Go for that record. I like it. I mean I think it's sound logic. My lock of the week this week. I'm taking you to the sweet game in Detroit at Denver absolutely massive game um you know everybody will be watching so i don't mm -hmm. need to tell you to watch but detroit coming off their big win denver coming off a bit of a, i don't want to say it was a bad loss but it was you know they kept it kind of close they did a good job against mahomes but you know it was still not a really great effort or not effort just not a great performance but this week they're going to bounce back here's the thing about denver they're kind of a prideful team you know they like to go over 500 even if it means they don't you know make the playoffs or anything i think they're still focused they still believe they need a win in the afc west they're coming back strong this week i like them at home i like them at home they're always got a baked in home field advantage there anyway and detroit coming off their big win you know tony i don't even think he cares what happens in this game because they've already won so I'm just going to take the Broncos minus seven and a half to win by a comfortable margin. That's going to be my lock yeah. of the week. This feels like, uh, you know, the Vikings are uh, the Vikings. The, the Lions are still talking about that game. Uh, it's already Saturday. They're still talking about that game and they get rolled like 40 to three. So <laughs> if Bridgewater can put up 40, this is this is the time. What are you doing this week for lock? Uh, so I was I was a little bit surprised when I saw this line. Uh, the Ravens were uh, plus two and a half against the the Browns. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens here. I'm still not sure why the Browns are favored. They just keep losing games. So um, I, I thought the Ravens had kind of a tough loss against Pitt Pittsburgh. Didn't really expect to lose that one. Now they get another divisional matchup against the Browns. So I expect a much better effort. Um, I'm expecting everybody to be better. Uh, Lamar and the defense and everybody. So. I think Harbaugh is going to cook up a good game plan, and uh, they're going to come out here with the win. I can get down with yeah. that. Uh, it was a small line. I, it I was a small line, yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense to the apparent eye, I yeah. would say. Owen, what are you doing this week? Speaking of lines that kind of made me do a double take, uh, the Panthers are, I think it, the line is minus 2.5, but they're favored against the Falcons, which is absurd. Uh, they fired their, co their uh, offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, this week. 
Um, and they're starting Cam Newton, who's probably the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the uh, Falcons, and I don't think it'll be particularly close here. They will win outright. Wow. You're, you're feeling passionate about the Falcons-Panthers game. That yeah. is a risky well, move. Well, I'm just – Cam Newton sucks, and, like – I would say, you know, I would maybe think twice if they said they're going to start PJ Washington, but like they were basically like, hey, he's 2 0 as a starter, but like our game plan is for Cam. So we're going to start Cam. It was an interesting so, move that he seemed to be yeah. like, you know, capable. And they're like, ah, you know what? Let's get Cam with the dreads. That's a better move. <laughs> Cam with the dreads, dude. Oh, Band of my existence. That's why I'm picking against him this week. All right. So to take you around the room yeah. again, Owen locks the Falcons. Alex locks the Ravens, Adam locks the Cowboys, shocker, and I lock the Broncos. There we go. That's it for the picks this week. Now we're on to that usual good stuff. It's time. Adam, you actually have a bozo of the week this week, the first time ever. I know you love going first and everything, so I think you should just go first here in bozo of the week. What are you taking us to this week? I think I've had one bozo before, but uh, yeah, I'm going to take us to the uh, wonderful sport of football. Uh, lots of people on the show have been getting into it. and Owen oh, just eye-rolled so hard. <laughs> as of recent, there was a very big award ceremony that we were talking about before the show known as the Ballon d'Or. If you don't know what it is, uh, the French Football Association awards a ball to who they or who the press, who the public, who everyone thinks the best player was in that year of uh, playing. It's like the MVP. Basically. Wait, the French press decides this? It's it's like the French Association of Football, but oh. it's like... Oh, I didn't even I'll, know. Was... We'll wait, talk wait, about wait. how it gets decided. Wait, is, is Ballon d'Or, is that French? Yeah, ball, yeah that, Ballon I, I knew is that ball in French me. or is gold. <laughs> I know, because I know, in Spanish it sounds the same. I'm just, yeah, it's golden ball just, in French. That's yeah, why. Yeah, I know, so. I know. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, my bozo of the week is to um, the Mason Mount voters, and specifically this guy, Gregory, I'm not going to try to say that last name, from Uzbekistan. So this guy is a journalist from Uzbekistan, and he ranked his five players in order. Number one, Mbappe. Number two, Mason Mount. Number three, Messi. Number four, Chiellini. Number five, De Bruyne. Let me put that in basketball terms. This guy's yeah. going with a hot MVP race right now where he's going to put number one, John Morant, number two, Devin Booker, number three, <laughs> Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He's probably got, you know, I don't know. Uh, Giannis. <laughs> Embiid, Giannis, yeah. Okay. Just a little flipper. Flip yeah, so there. the person who won the award, Messi, is ranked number three, and the guy who was second and in a lot of eyes should have won, Lewandowski, is not even on his list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got DM'd on Instagram by a curious person because they released the guy's full name. So someone went to his Instagram and DM'd him and said, just curious, how come you didn't put Lewandowski in your top five? And his response was, he isn't fast enough and he doesn't do skills in real life. And his source was a screenshot of Lewandowski's FIFA card with 78 pace. (laughs) And he also (laughs) threw it at the bottom. He also hasn't won anything with Germany. So fun fact, Lewandowski's not German. He's from Poland. So he actually can't win anything with Germany. So this is a bit of a hot take. And it's nice because he said he's not fast enough and doesn't do skills in real life. And Chiellini on his list is like a 36-year-old center back that can't dribble. So it's just nice to to see this list. The, the FIFA fuck? card is a, is a goaded move. I love the FIFA That's card. That's sick. I, I thought that. this was fake, but I found What's... it on multiple sources. So I feel like this is oh pretty my real. Lord. What's Chiellini's pace? Probably like, like 50. 20. Wow. Like he can't move. 
It's so, a nice move. It's an interesting move. Ah, uh, okay. My bozo of the week this week is an unknown Miami man. So I don't know if you guys saw this, but Mario Cristobal is the new coach of the Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. He used to coach Oregon. Yeah. It's a pretty big get for University of Miami because the guy's like kind of, you know, he's a big deal. He's a big deal. And University of Miami's been in the mud, so hopefully they're going to get him out. But, you know, little, if you missed, Sorry, if you just saw the headline, some of us like to just read the headline, Tony, and uh, miss the actual story. So if you missed how this went down, let me break it down for you. Miami actually had a coach as this was all happening. His name's Manny Diaz. He was just coaching while this was happening. Um, what they didn't have was an athletic director. So that's like a GM, basically. So uh, you might be asking yourself, who's making the decision to put in a new coach while they have a coach, but they don't have an AD? good question that's for the unknown miami man comes in and uh here's the game plan let me break it down for you ross dellinger of sports illustrated tweeted mario cristobal has a deadline midday monday to accept the job as miami coach if he declines manny diaz is going to stay the coach the final decision on the new athletic director will be made after the decision by mario cristobal so you know a good little plan here uh well orchestrated by the my unknown miami man just you know upgrade the guy you currently have while the guy's currently there and then if not just keep him it's fine he's not going to be affected by it so w plan by this guy Uh, i had to put him in for bows of the week because i don't know who he is and uh, i think this is just the worst plan ever so shout out to this guy i love the deadline you got to keep that university spirit alive if your assignment isn't in by you know noon then you're getting docked off 100 percent. actually yeah you're done you're You're done you're expelled so you're done can I can I push back a little bit? Go ahead. Because isn't that basically what people in like pro sports do with players like all the time? Like they'll be like, there's a trade deadline and they'll shop a guy in publicly, you know, and they'll say, you know, we need to get this guy gone by this point. And then a lot of the times there's no deal that ends up happening. So they stay on the team. So I don't know. That's I don't a, know if it's it's a, a little bit crazy a in that context. That, that's a I'm, just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're just saying it's correct. Yeah. 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 My bad. Don't vote for me this week. I didn't put in enough thought. Owen just absolutely took me to town in about 10 seconds. That's tough. That's not what you like to hear. Oh, well. Unknown Miami, man. You're safe for this week. I thought it was good. It was a good one. I was just just trying to put in context. Let me just say that. Oh, you done well. You done well. You you exposed the entire argument. So I like it. You put it down. What do you got this week? Let's go. Um, so my bozo is kind of a throwback, actually. So I'll take you back to 2007 because it's a, actually it's a commercial. And it's a commercial by Blockbuster. Whoa. Um, so you probably already know where this is going. But I saw this I commercial and it was <laughs> – you'll know. No, it was great. Either. It was great. <laughs> so this commercial from 2007 uh, promoting Blockbuster Total Access. And this is how the commercial goes. Blockbuster and Netflix essentially work the same way. You order online and your movie comes in the mail – watch them, and then send them back in a prepaid envelope. But wait, what if you're thinking, let's watch a new movie right away? With Netflix, you have to send the movie back first and wait before you can order a new one. But with Blockbuster Total Access, you go straight to the store and exchange your movie for another one free of charge. Movies through the mail, movies through the store, all for one low price. That's tough. Because Netflix is just like... there's yeah, You don't have to travel to the store. (laughs) You don't have to travel to the store at all. Um, and the craziest part is that Blockbuster, I believe, also had a opportunity to purchase Netflix. And Netflix offered themselves, and Blockbuster was like, no, thank you. We'll stick with our total access. Um, so, A, I'm actually not a fan of dissing another actual co- like 
brand or company in, in your own commercial, you can refer to just like the other guys do this. So that's why I don't like that. Second, you didn't buy Netflix. And third, you're like in the trash can now because you thought total access was better than Netflix. I you love... don't have to move off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alex. Is st- in 2007 right now, yeah. still waiting for the housing crisis to go down. <laughs> he's yeah, just... <laughs> he's taking it to the bozo yeah i had to i had to I get my blockbuster this you boys ever go to a block a blockbuster? oh yeah all I, the time or, yeah i used to go to casablanca video store back in the day that's, a, that's all where i went oh and the sickest part was you wouldn't have to go inside the store you'd like open the little hatch and then put your movie when you're done oh, that I was my favorite that. part as a kid yeah, it's like the that's library. That's pretty cool. I'm like, where does it go now? Like, yeah. looking yeah. at my brother. Like, yeah. wait, what? It was just like that's a it? old moldy yeah. bucket on the other end, and you thought it was like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory door. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't lie, though. Blockbuster used to be sick. It used to be, it was nice to like go and like get your movies. It was like an, a whole event, like a whole experience. It was. When I was a kid. It was, yeah. Especially as a kid. It now it's sick. not like that, but. Mm-hmm. Owen misses Blockbuster. Bring it back. Yeah, There's one in Oregon. Dude. It's still going. One eh? store. Yeah, I wonder what the Let's foot go. traffic's like there. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, what are you nominating this week? So my bozo this week is Major League Baseball. <clears throat> so I'm sure a few of you guys saw this uh, um, saw this story, but um, Business Insider uh, reported that uh, Major League Baseball used two different baseballs this year. So one was more alive than the other. Um, and apparently they, they used the live baseball in like big primetime TV games. Like for example, for example, the Field of Dreams game where there was like a million home runs. They used the live ball because it, it had more pop. And then in like, you know, I don't know, like what's a bad game? Phillies D-backs. Yeah, like Phillies D-backs, they would play this dead ball and it'd be like one run game. So I don't know. I think a lot of people are upset because this means a lot of teams ended up, a lot of guys ended up having worse stats hitting wise or inflated stats as a pitcher or vice versa, depending on how good your team was, right? How many games you play, how many big primetime games you played in. So uh, yeah, major league baseball, big bozo for that, for not letting anybody, anybody know and for messing with people's balls there. Messing with people's balls. Yeah. You you Don't tried to navigate that. that sentence very gently. I, re- I respect <laughs> you. ended it. I think, you know, yeah. hot seat for anybody like on the Yankees who had like a random good year. Because now it's like, oh, well, maybe it was the ball. You play for the Yankees, so you get the nice ball, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another point on the Yankees, not really related to this, but uh, Clint Frazier obviously like got moved. And some guy on Twitter was like, I'm so happy this guy's not on the Yankees. And then Clint Frazier responded and was like, yeah, me too. So Whoa. a little bit of... A little bit of drama in Yankee Land. Hmm. Well, he can grow. Yeah. Wait, where did he get moved to? Cubs. Interesting. Um, I'm putting in my vote for Blockbuster. I'm not really sure what Alex was nominating, but it was just a good story, so I liked it. An unknown Florida man can't be voted for if Owen exposed it, so don't vote for that. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Uzbekistan, man. Yeah. Uzbekistan, man. Um. Because the fact he's basing like FIFA skills as a reason why, like, it's so like, funny, man. It's your guy. fault that I'm not good enough with you in FIFA, so you shouldn't win the Ballon d'Or. So, this guy's wild and what a, what a list. I'm gonna get him on the pod. I'm gonna DM him. Yes, that would be you a should. great call in. No cap, you totally should do that. What are you voting for, Owen? 
I'm voting for the Uzbekistan men as well, just because that's, I feel like there's a lot of people that are probably maybe reporters that, that probably base their, some of their votes on FIFA, but I like this guy cause he admitted it because <laughs> I know there's people that do that. I know there's people that are like, this guy's trash on FIFA. No way he's getting my vote if or people... he didn't have a team of the year card. How is this guy not getting, this guy's not on my list. If you didn't you know look it mean? up, please look it up. Cause in the DM, he circles the pace <laughs> on the guy's card, like with like a red pen. He was like, this is it right here. Exposed 78 pace. Not good enough. He's like, do I have to explain it? Like <laughs> yeah, it's right like... here. Like it's highlighted for you. <laughs> Adam, give yourself the win and vote yeah. for MLB. Sure, I'll vote MLB. I'll take my first win. Uzbekistan man wins. Congratulations on Big Bozo dub. of the Week to that guy. Uh, genius of the Week time. My Genius of the Week is Grimes. So um, the some of you may know Grimes as uh, the... I was, were they married, Owen? Dating. No, no. They were Shaq, oh, okay. So they... Um, but not married. He was... She was with... Sorry, Elon Musk back in the day. They actually had a kid together. No longer together anymore uh, as of recent. Right? How long ago did they break up? I don't know, a month or two? All right. Okay. It's been a while. Um, so she recently came out with a new song, and it's called uh, Player of Games. So let me read you guys a couple lines from Player of Games, and we'll see if we can crack the code on who the song might be about. <laughs> can you sing them? <laughs> I actually didn't listen to the song, but I got the lyrics. Okay, oh, okay. so you're like, okay, you're doing a better job than the Adele guy. Yeah. 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 Um, quote, would you still love me on Europa? And Europa is one of Jupiter's moons. So, mm. I, I mean, hmm. hmm. Here's okay. another one. Uh, quote, he'll always love the game more than he loves me. Hmm. Fact. <laughs> I wonder who this could be about. And uh, the last one, if if you couldn't get it before, you're knocking on the door right now. This one's going to put it over the top for you. Quote, sail away to the cold expanse of space. Even love couldn't keep you in your place. So this could be about anybody, really. Yeah, I'm thinking LeBron and Space Jam. <laughs> LeBron and Space Jam, yeah. <laughs> could be about him. Um, but, you know, I had to put it through because, I mean, obviously I, I didn't get around to listening, but I read and uh, great song, Genius of the Week. That's what I'm putting in. So shout, shout out to Grimes. Fire. Yeah, spit and fire. Spit fire. Yeah. Now, another thing, another reason she's winning this week is because I don't know if you guys saw Elon Musk's haircut but it is rough. Like he got it all shaved and then it's just like, looks like he's wearing like a toupee. Like it looks like if I were to describe it, it'd be like a I couldn't be looking haircut. something up quicker right now. <laughs> I need to see this. It's, it's bad though. It's really bad. Like keep talking cry- about it. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, he's looking oh, like no. it's a midlife crisis type situation. Oh no. It's that doesn't terrible. look good. It's not great. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. It's brutal. Wow. So Grimes really is winning this week. Genius of the week. She, she is. Cool. He gave it to himself too. Self-induced haircut. Whoa. Well, no wonder. Well, when he's grinding in the lab. Yeah. When he's grinding cold, on Europa. Yeah. Cold space. Yeah. Even love couldn't keep him in his place. Sorry. Yeah. Not him. I don't mean yeah. to. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't mean to hilarious. presume. Uh, what are you putting in this week? Um. So for my genius of the week, um, he gets a lot of hate from uh, some people. I don't. I don't hate him as much as Joe Buck, and he's I a genius of the Buck. week. Yes. You love Joe Buck. I love Joe Buck. Um, I get it. Pass caught is kind of annoying, but he's a genius this week. Um, <laughs> he was on. Gone. He was on the on the Manning cast for the Monday night game between the Bills and the and the Patriots, and uh, and he dunked on Peyton Manning. Just flat out killed him. Uh, Peyton asked uh, Joe, "Do you ever think about having a special guest on air when there's a blowout game?" And Joe Buck responds just from the top rope. He says, "Yeah, the last time I thought of that was when you guys played Seattle in the Super Bowl." So just 
like murdered him on live television. That's um, a cold-blooded killer. That was a truly terrible game. People will forget. The youngins will not know how yeah. bad that game was. It was over in the first <laughs> quarter. Yeah, true. I might have to give some context. Some of you guys might not know, but that game was horrible. The, the final the, the, score, 43-8. to eight. Fun yeah. fact about me, I can remember the score from most Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. So that was a horrible game. And, uh, you know, if you're Peyton, you, you kind of got to know. You got to think of what he could ask, uh, what, how he could answer that question. Like, you were in maybe one of the biggest blowout games of all time on the biggest stage in the Super Bowl. So, uh, got to watch out with those questions. But my genius is Joe Buck because that was a great answer to a kind of dumb question. Yeah, it, it was it was a heck of a clip. Shout yeah. out to Joe Buck. Adam really hates Joe Buck, but I personally love him. I think in baseball, he, I think he used to be boring. But, like, five or six years ago, he just got, like, way more interesting to me. I don't know why. He's so dry, and he kind of just has the same tone all the time that, when he gets excited, you know it's a big deal, mm. you know? And he only gets excited for, like, five seconds because he's like, I got to chill. But sometimes you get digs, sidelines. Side so, yeah, sometimes you get the hype. So I love Joe B. Any take on him, Owen? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. There's a few uh, a few times where he annoys me, but I would say for the most part, he's I've grown up with him. I've listened to him, like, every week. So I'm a fan. All right, Adam, you can do your piece on why you don't like him. No, I thought it was a good clapback because there was a clip where uh, Payne roasted him and on the Manning cast. He was like, I wish my partner didn't know anything about football like Joe Buck. So that was nice. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just yeah, doing yeah, some yeah. research trying to figure out who was on the Manning cast. No, there, there was no active NFL No player. active players? Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Bill. You're safe. Don't worry. Everybody's safe this week. Nobody wants to come on. You don't have a genius <laughs> of the week. Okay. All right. Cough Sorry. again. That's my fine. Bad, you, don't, you don't have a genius of the week, though. No, unfortunately okay. not. That's okay. That's okay. You already won. He won. So. We don't want him winning again. Yeah, take that winning percentage and you got it. <laughs> Owen, Owen, what's your genius of the week this week? My genius this week is Dion Primetime Sanders. So mm. for those who don't know, he is the uh, head coach of Jackson State, uh, the Jackson State uh, college football team. Um, and I think they I think they only lost one game this week, or this year, sorry. So they, they had a really good year. They finished first in the SWAC, SWAC. Uh, which is the Southwest athletic conference i think it goes sec and then swack so uh so he had you know he's he's in the heat he's, he has he has a bowl game to play and he's trying to get his guys ready but he also you know wants his guys to be successful in life right not just in uh not just on the field so oh, no. he had a little he had a little uh little meeting with his team a little uh, it's like a seminar one might call it and he brought in uh Brittany renner so for those of you who aren't familiar she's a notorious instagram model um she's been in a few high profile relationships with like Colin Kaepernick and more recently with PJ Washington like the actual one the one that not, plays for the Hornets not the one that plays not for the, the Panthers the actual <laughs> PJ Washington plays for the Hornets big clarification yeah. for nobody else but this show we need to clarify yeah. that yeah. the real PJ yeah. Washington <laughs> yeah yeah PJ PJ the the quarterback PJ Washington's fine i'm talking about the basketball player PJ Washington uh, and and that was more notable because they had a kid together, and a lot of people accused her of of using PJ to, to you know get a check, and so Dion brings her in, and Dion has her sit down, and basically answer questions or like give a like a speech about how to navigate, like women as a pro athlete, so you don't like get caught, um, I don't know, so you don't like lose. It's basically so you can be smart, and uh, his te- his team really liked it. And I thought it was a good, nice, creative way to uh, to educate his guys. So I'm giving a shout out. And clearly it worked because they're dominating on the field. So 
Uh, shout out to uh, Dion. <laughs> oh, man. I'm <laughs> voting for Joe Buck. That's what I'm doing this week. Owen, was should she willingly, like, actually go in there? Yeah, like, yeah there's video. Yeah, okay, yeah. if oh, yeah. she's willingly going in, then, yeah, I guess I'll... I'll uh, that's it that's was just crazy. Creative. That's just great by yeah. her and and Dion. Um, it's, it's creative. Just saying, hey, I've made a fool out of a lot of players. How about you're not next? Education. Education, all the way. Yeah. yeah, All for education. What are you voting for, Adam? I'm voting Joe Buck. Wow. All right. Huge win for Joey B. Owen, what are you voting for? I'm going to vote for, uh, what was Alex, what was yours? Joe Buck. Oh, yeah. And then Phil's, yours was what? Grimes. Oh, I like Grimes. Grimes was good. Grimes was good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to Grimes. You know, big week with the haircut news. Pushed it over the top. But Joe Buck still wins because that was a heck of a clapback. So we yeah. give it to Joe Buck. So the Uzbekistan man wins Bozo of the Week and the Joe Buck wins Genius of the Week. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. No conclusive evidence time. Let's do it. I got a big one, so I want to go. Um, <laughs> Jerry Jones was doing his weekly radio hit in Dallas. Did you guys see oh. this? I didn't see it. I just love his weekly radio hit. Oh, well, the, you're going to love this. The host, the show is called, I want to give the show credit, Sean, Shan, and RJ. I think I got it. Okay. Um, Asked Jerry how he likes to watch the NFL on Sunday when the Cowboys aren't playing. Because oh, the Cowboys I need to know this. were playing on Thursday. And they asked him, you know, like, are you a sweats guy? Do you like, you know, are you a sweater guy? Uh, do you wear in the suit like you do in the press box? What do you do? What do you do when you get on the couch on Sunday? And he said, quote, I've watched them in everything that you or without every... Wait, wait, hold on. (laughs) I've watched them in everything that you have or without everything that you have as far as dress is concerned. So basically he's saying he watches them naked. That's like a roundabout way of saying I watch them in clothes and then I watch them in nothing. Yeah. So he was implying, you know, sometimes I just go bare butt and I watch the game on my couch on Sunday... Jerry, no conclusive evidence. You need to put on some clothes, bro, because I've never... I didn't think there were things that could make me hate the Cowboys more, but picturing Jerry Jones butt-ass on his couch watching the Cowboy, watching Not the Cowboys on Sunday makes me really hate them more. So I might have to pick the football team after all that, but I, I just I had to get it in there that he needs to put some clothes on ASAP because that is a gross visual. Gross That's visual. a little inappropriate, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. Just have, like... You know, watching it naked, uh, I don't know if that's probably like the being, best way to watch. You know, football. TMI, but I don't like being naked that much, you know? So <laughs> I, I couldn't see myself ever doing this. No, I just, yeah, I don't know, first of all, A, how he makes that choice to go naked. Is that just a quarter-by-quarter quarter thing? Yeah. Like, first we take off the shirt, <laughs> then the pants, and then by the fourth quarter, I'm all naked. So <laughs> it's a progression, yeah. Interesting thought process, but uh, yeah, I mean, do you, Jerry? Yeah, I guess. Go for it. What are you putting in this week? Um, so my no conclusive evidence is that official government Twitter sites shouldn't be posting memes. Um, so, and this is exactly what Ukraine did. Um, oh, no. So, so and I'm guess you guys not the Ukraine. I'm, I'm sure it. you guys know about who who it's about. Um, it's the meme. First of all, uh, you guys have all seen it. It's the headache one. So it's like this is where your pain is when you have a migraine. This is where your pain is when you have uh. hypertension, stress. And then the far, fourth and last one is always the 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 head is fully red. So mm-hmm. you're in you're in complete pain. And theirs was the same thing. And the fourth one it was living next to Russia, oh. is the type of pain we get. 
So I think I think you could be a little bit more professional, a little more diplomatic. Um, you go on their Twitter page, it's all these wonderful, beautiful pictures of Ukraine, what's Ukraine up to, and then bang, they just post a freaking <laughs> a dank meme like like a twelve year old would post um, about Russia. I'm I'm gonna push back on that. I thought it was sick, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So first of all, I think I think it had by the time when I saw it, which was I think I checked I looked at it again like today for something, and it had like three hundred thousand likes, which is way more than the official Ukraine page would have gotten if they just posted some boring press release, right? Fair enough. Like, fair it enough. Is, it, it's a funny like a little, meme. It was hilarious. Like a it's a hilarious meme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The headache meme is a classic. Yeah. Meme. yeah, there's no doubt about that. Adam, do you have a take? Okay, you think about it. I'll give you this is one time. I'll give you to think about it. One time offer, and we'll go to Owen. <laughs> okay, so I just want to read you guys uh, a couple stats. So the Rockets' record this season with our friend Jalen Green is one in sixteen. Not great. The record without Jalen Green is six and zero. Oh. oh, I just said no conclusive evidence. That's a very very interesting stat. Let's go. It is interesting. That's very yeah. interesting. I, uh, yeah. You hate to hear that, really. You take no pride in, <laughs> in hearing that they're doing off great things without him. No. It's almost like when you know other people get the ball. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know. Yeah. That's what it's almost like. <laughs> but if it yeah. contributes to making an even bigger chip on your shoulder, then... Yeah, my team is better without me. Chip on my shoulder. Chip on my shoulder, grew. bang. Yeah. I don't want to play for anybody. Yeah. I'm just going to play one against five. Yeah, I'm going to clone myself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take everybody on. Yeah. All right, did you come up with a take over there? Yeah, uh, this is a take from a couple weeks ago that I should have thrown on the show, but I didn't. So um, our sport for your, or our source for European football, DAZN Canada, that's how we watch Champions League and Premier League here. Uh, they posted a video on YouTube two weeks ago that I sent to you guys titled, Has Cristiano Ronaldo Made Manchester United Worse? So uh, my no conclusive evidence is going to be no, he hasn't. <laughs> that's, actually, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not a Jalen Green, as it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, you know, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but that seems like the evidence of what Owen had to say. So I mean, tied yeah. young boys today. Yeah. But, without uh, him. Without Ronaldo. Without him. Yeah. But uh, they didn't play any good start good. in the Champions League. So there you go. Look at that. Big day today. Big day in the yeah. books. Good to Covered have a lot of sports. Good to have almost everybody back. But we're, we're just one more to go without Owen. All right, that's a 10 out of 10 show for me today. I, I The F1 update put it over the top. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, even before that, covered so many sports. Did a lot of stuff. Talked about all sorts of things. So it was good to be back in the studio. It was. Thank you, Owen, for the F1 update. Yes. One more oh, show before Owen problem. rejoins the studio. Let's go. One more show. Remember when Belichick started no days off, <laughs> no days, one more show. That's what I'm going to start right now. But uh, any parting words, Adam, anything? No, uh, now that we got an F1 update, I might throw in an eSport update next time. You never know. Yeah. I do ah, know. Do I do know. Owen, anything to add before we go? No, I would just say for the listeners, like we got some good stuff lined up. So oh. get excited. Oh, yeah. Get excited is right. Get excited yeah. is right. Like we're going to be in the season of giving faces. and we'll definitely be giving on the pod. We'll be giving some pods. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We will be giving some pods. Um, although we might, you know, th- one of the NFL days is Boxing Day. Uh, we might just not do a podcast that night. I think that's, we've earned that. I think we've earned that. I yeah. think everybody will take that day off. So yes. That's okay. 
Uh, anything to add before we go? I already add my thing, so I'm good. I'm just uh, you're just going around doing double ads. Let's just keep anything going. for it's you. Like Merry go around. You want to add something? Anything for me to add? Yeah. No, just get excited for the people at home. <laughs> happy holidays. It's about the time when you could start saying happy holidays. Yeah. I, th- I think you could. I don't know. Maybe the tenth is a better time to say it. What's it? Yeah, like? mistletoe by Justin Bieber is now allowed to be played at all times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you believe this guy? Bang. Esports and mistletoe. What's your favorite Christmas song? Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Oh, whoa, really? whoa, whoa. This might come up in a draft. So don't be giving oh. up. Don't oh. Uh-oh. What's your favorite Christmas oh. movie, Adam? Whoa, that's a hot tip for What's everybody. What's your Christmas movie? Movie, movie. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, 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 whoa. Another, that's another draft right there, my friend. <laughs> Chill. Well, yeah, settle down, settle down. Settle down. You, you, you okay, will okay, find okay. the answer okay. that gun. soon. Yeah, you I'm are. Well, just a tad, just a tad. Uh, we'll be back on Monday morning. And then we'll be back with the one on Thursday morning. So get excited. Get excited. Let's go. Enjoy the weekend.